Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. I was fascinated last week that Jerry was pounding Egg McMuffins like it was his job and dosing them with salt because he didn't care because he's 80. How about that? What better, shrimp cocktail or Egg McMuffin? Don't waste our time. It's Egg McMuffin all day. And don't get me started about those puny little cocktail rings that you buy. They're disgusting. Egg McMuffin's good anywhere. That's right. It's the Rod Peterson Show. Ah, uh, it is. Welcome. Why do I always feel like I'm behind, Moose? I am behind today. Like, you are too? I got, I need What's a, wrong with us? I need a napkin here. I got coffee. Clark says we're all behind, so that's okay. All I'm doing is just tweeting the links to listen and watch the show streaming online. Ooh. Hi. Good day, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to your favorite daytime sports talk show, uh, the RP Show at YouTube. What would be a cute little yes, what would be a cute little gift to tag this with? That you know that kid, uh, the little baby running out the corner, looks and then runs back. That's like just because of the Owen Power thing. Right. That's a symbol of him. You know which one I'm talking about? I, I, I do, but I wouldn't know how, what that's labeled under, so uh, I'm just gonna do a Sabres tweet. How about that? Okay. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Not a great day if you're the Buffalo Sabres. It's not as bad as you think, but hang on. Uh, coming up on the program today, our guests are A.J. Jakubik, the voice of the Ottawa Red Blacks, Ottawa 67s, Ottawa Atletico soccer team, and the pre- and post-game host of the uh, Ottawa Senators. <clears throat> it's just going to be fantastic with A.J., Aaron John, and coming up in hour two, Andy McNamara from Sportsnet, their fantasy expert, and the host of the Cleveland Browns podcast. Uh, Canada's top Cleveland Browns podcast. One thing that's really annoying me, Moose, yes, is uh, the internet. I've said that many times. We have too many people on the internet here. Has somebody gone to a illegal site? I can't get into my emails. My my oh, firewall's up. Is that what it is? I don't know. It sounds like it. Maybe I need to step into the twentieth century and update my Yahoo account. <laughs> <laughs> or get a new email Nets, address. You got to stop using Netscape Navigator. I know, right? But it worked for so long. I know. Anyways, those are the guests today. And uh, can we hit the quick six show topics, please, Director Jordan? <laughs> Breaking news out of the National Hockey League today, and it comes from uh, upstate New York. This from yardbarker.com. The first overall pick in this year's NHL draft will not sign with the Buffalo Sabres just yet. Owen Power has made his decision and will return to the University of Michigan for the 2021-22 season. According to Lance Lazowski of the Buffalo News, this does not mean that Power is refusing to sign with the Stabers or that the team is at any risk of losing his draft rights. Instead, it is just a player that missed out on the full college hockey experience in a COVID-restricted season and will return to school to take a shot at a national championship with a loaded Wolverine squad. Now, we were sitting out front having our daily curb coffee when my notification went off from TSN of this news and it was like oh 
Owen, I don't know what the exact wording was, but it's like, Owen Power not reporting to Buffalo Sabres. Which it's not great. I mean, people that don't understand the game are thinking, why would you turn your back on millions of dollars when you could be a, you know, 18, 19-year-old rookie with the Buffalo Sabres? But you had a good analogy, which I'll save, and I'll let you say it for yourself. This wasn't a big deal to me. Everybody's different. And if Owen Power thinks that it would help his development to go back for another year, Michigan lost out on a lot of all the great tournaments last year because of COVID, screwed their season. He can wait a year. It's not like he's broke or destitute, and it's not necessarily about money. We had Cole Sillinger, who went 11 picks behind him sitting in that chair last week. He's going to Columbus to make the Blue Jackets at 18, and he's coming out of the United States Hockey League. Cole told us that. Owen Power would make the Buffalo Sabres this upcoming season. He played at the World Championships for Canada and fit right in. You would never have known Mm -hmm. his age, but he wants to go back and play college for another year. It's not about the money, he will play for the Buffalo Sabres eventually. He is not signed yet, but he will. And you know, Buffalo isn't necessarily the most attractive place to go play right now anyways. I don't know how the Sabres are dealing with this, other than I would hope to say, you do you, Owen, and we'll see you in a year. But what's your take on this? Yeah, at first, you know, not a big deal. Guys go back to college all the time. Happens in all, you know, Obviously, once you declare for the NFL draft, guys don't go back. But go back and finish your education. That could be part of it. They do have a very, very good hockey team in Michigan. We know that with all the guys that got selected at the top of that draft. So win a national championship, absolutely. But look at Kirby Doc had that same opportunity in Saskatoon just a couple of seasons ago. Yep. You know, the Blades were going to be a Memorial Cup contender. Um, They were one move away from really being a threat. And... He's taken third overall by Chicago. Opportunity to play with Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane, and boom, he's gone. And he made that team. So Owen Powers absolutely could have went and made the Buffalo Sabres. But I kind of put, you know, compare this to going to the dentist, right? Putting off the dentist appointment. But guess what? You still have to have the root canal. If it doesn't happen today, it's going to happen next month. He's just putting it off for another year, yeah. right? The, the painful situation that will be Buffalo. Maybe he doesn't sign. I don't know. But that's not a great way to start your career. But uh, look at He's got a good excuse to stay back. Buffalo's not going to be a contender. They're not ready to compete. And Michigan is. So he's doing what's best for him. I don't think it's a, it's a bad thing right now. No, not at all. I just thought the way it was worded by the TSN notification was like, oh, curse says Owen Power not reporting. Eh, it's not as big a deal as you think. No. I think I got to work it now. So. And, and those Buffalo fans, I mean. Oh, poor them. The poor Buffalo fans. You get a little gleamer, a glimmer of hope here, and then all of a sudden it gets ripped away again. So, man, it's going to be another tough year in Buffalo. Uh, yeah. So, we haven't even got to our quick six yet. Play the horn again, Jordan, do you mind? What the heck? Why not? Uh, So, number one, it's CFL game day. I know you've been waiting for that. Uh, Week three opens tonight, Thursday night football on TSN. The BC Lions, one and one, home to the 0-2 Edmonton Elks. Uh, I will be watching. I'm just thinking about what I got going on tonight. Yeah, I'll be watching the football game tonight. I got the BC Lions to win for a couple of reasons. They've been talking all week about finally being able to play at home in front of fans. Limited capacity tonight at BC Place. Michael Riley is the reigning player of the week. Mike always has a chip on his shoulder. Uh, He'll come out and try and pound it down the Edmonton Elks throat, his former team. Edmonton doesn't seem to be anywhere near getting their act together yet. And it's the first game under the new owner, Amar Doman. 
which we got introduced to on SportsCenter. He just seems like a hell of a nice guy with all the right intentions. They're going to want to put their best foot forward in front of a new boss, right, Moose? Oh, yeah. So I don't know what the betting line is. Was, what do you got? I was just thinking the betting line, so I'm just going to pull it what up. What is it? I'll pull it up. Here we share our brain. Yeah. Uh, BC and Edmonton. Do you want to take a stab at it? I will say BC by 5.5. BC, it looks like uh, the opening line was BC by 9. Whoa! By 9. How Bodog, about that? But Bodog has BC by 3.5 only right now. So I'm somewhere in between. So, as always. 3.5. Um, yeah, wow. Three and a half. Um, it's going to be a, like BC is a really good football team. And it seems like they're a pretty complete football team right now. Mike Riley, probably going to start. You can probably, well, do you want to bet on that? But you can if you Not want to. Not betting on it. <laughs> Look at Trevor Harris, the most accurate quarterback in CFL history. Trevor Harris. Uh-huh. Until the first two games of the season. I'm not sure. I mean, he still has the most passing yards. So they'll move the ball a little bit, but BC is favored. They should be favored. It's exciting times in BC, but man, there's a lot of pressure on the Elks. Today. Should be a hell of a football game. Yeah, it should. Um, there is breaking news out of Calgary today. And I appreciate our Calgary viewers that are letting us know that according to the Stampeders depth chart, rookie Jake Meyer will start Friday versus Montreal. And Michael O'Connor will be the backup. Obviously, we started up yesterday when I said that Calgary might not win a game without Bo Levi Mitchell. Actually, Stamps blogger, podcaster, and chief punk Ryan Ballantyne said he would take that bet that the Stamps will win a game without Bo. They might, but it's not going to be Friday night. Jake Meyer is a who? No disrespect, but he's not even a household name in his own house. Maybe he'll come out and be the next Jeff Garcia Friday night. I don't know. You and I probably won't be watching because we're going to the movies tomorrow, right? That's right. So, yeah, we'll have to tape it. But it's not O'Connor. It's Jake Meyer getting the call. Would you get something on this? You look like you have something to no, say. No, we were looking at that yesterday. Is Jake Meyer's the other quarterback? Because Dave Dickinson said that, um, hey, everyone says Michael O'Connor's going to start. It wouldn't be so quick to say who's going to start a quarterback. And here they announced Jake Meyer as the starting quarterback. I mean, is it a reluctance to put O'Connor in? Is it the Canadian stigma? Of being a Canadian quarterback? I hope not. Jake Myers probably capable, or Dave Dickinson wouldn't name him as the starting quarterback. But, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll probably tape, tape this one and want to watch it because I really want to watch the Owls and see where they're at. But I don't know. Not good in Calgary right now. Uh, no, uh, Dave Dickinson will be playing the quarterback that he believes gives them the best chance to win. That's right. Fair. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. K-Dog's watching regarding the new owner of the BC Lions, Amar Doman. And uh, I'm just calling up the comments here from K-Dog. I like that new Lions owner already. In his words, the CFL needs a bit of a reboot, and I think I'm the guy to do it. Unquote. That's exactly the kind of ownership the CFL needs. People that give a damn and want to see it achieve its potential. I was watching SportsCenter, and I saw the quote from Amar Doman. It wasn't a reboot. He said the CFL needs a rebuild. And uh, I don't know. He can say it, I guess, but we can't. We say it and we're jerks. Hey? Oh, I know. So I guess if Amar Doman wants to be the guy to kickstart the reboot. Everything you said was right. Sure. He said they need to be connected more in the community. 
They, uh, I believe he said it was a rebuild, the BC line and the entire Canadian Football League. And I thought, ooh, I thought everything was perfect. That's what I've been led to believe. I love him already. Why? Because he's honest? He's honest. They'll beat that out of him. Well, it's a brand rebuild, right? You got to build the brand up and become a, a force in that BC marketplace. And... You know, sometimes it takes somebody with fresh blood. How often does somebody new come into an organization and instantly they got a hundred ideas on what needs to change? Right? Yeah, and then they're shown the door quite often. But anyway. Right. So I hope that, you know, you need to have that perfect blend of understanding what works, you know, find out what needs to be modified, what needs to change. But you also have to have buy-in from everybody. You can't just come in and start dropping bombs everywhere because you're going to upset the apple cart. Um, but it's exciting, really exciting for BC. Uh, yeah. You say people come in with new ideas, yes. But I've been in those meetings, Moose. We're doing it this way because we've always done it this way. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've been there, too. <laughs> right. I've been there, too. So, but when you're the owner, when you're the owner, you do, uh, you um, usually are able to affect change. We'll see. Clay Bombing is watching in Brandon, Manitoba. He says, new Lions owner worth $800 million. Rich guys know good assets when they see it. <laughs> yes <laughs> why are you laughing because I, I could just see the the wheels grinding <laughs> to a halt of like I don't know yeah no we, but we, that, we listen ah! it's like I say all the time <laughs> it's like these news conferences when the coaches is hired and the GM standing there and they're smiling and shaking hands I'm like it's like wedding photos and over half of them end in a, in a divorce Listen, we don't know anything about Amar Doman. It was a great day. I loved his suit. That was probably a $3,500 suit that he had on at that news conference in Vancouver. But Amar, this isn't logging in construction, okay? So just leave it to Rick Campbell and leave it to our guys out there, Neil McAvoy. Just stay upstairs and write the checks and let the football guys do their thing. And if you do that, it'll be great. And I'm not, I have nothing against Amar, but I have a, a lot against these owners that buy a team and think they are, what? Jerry Jones is a great example. Figures he at least on has, everything. Yeah, you, 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 you just stay upstairs and eat your shrimp cocktail and we'll see you after the game, okay? Recovery hour last night, we talked a lot about triggers. <laughs> I was going to say, this guy's probably a mastermind, like offensive coordinator, big football Amar mind. Doman? Yeah, probably. Knows everything about the game. Because he coached his kid in flag football, of course. Now, no. He can, I, I really hope he has his fingers on this group and what he's done with his companies to get to $800 million and all the success he's had. He, in the business of, the, of running the BC Lions, absolutely. The football? Yeah. No, owner's... Let the football guys do the football stuff. I get that. I know that. I let you do the show. This is your thing. Uh, where's that guy in Texas? He must be working today. The guy that was watching illegals cross into America. He's sitting yesterday. up on the post saying, Why are you got to get my phone out again? He just wants to watch. Uh, this from Claude Telefer on YouTube. He says, This league needs fresh ideas. Ain't going to come from the old boys club. No, but they're back playing this year, and please tell me what's changed. I'll wait. Mm -hmm. Point two, NFL notes. I got written down. Concern over Dak Prescott. Can we just get to week one and forget about all this? Thank you. 
Point three, my National Hockey League Atlantic Division predictions. I've gone the last two days with picks that have gone over reasonably okay, except for me having Anaheim number three in the Pacific. Here's what I got in the Atlantic Division of the National Hockey League for this upcoming season, okay? Are you ready? Yes. The Boston Bruins, number one. The Florida Panthers, number two. They're hungry. Number three, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Slip back a little bit, and they've lost some pieces. Four, the Montreal Canadiens, because they weren't a flash in the pan. Five, the, uh, did I say the Leafs? Hang on. One, Boston. Two, Florida. Three, Tampa. Four, the Toronto Maple Leafs. They'll be the top Canadian team. Thank you. They'll be the top Canadian team, the Toronto Maple Leafs, but then they'll fizzle in the playoffs. Okay. We all know that. Yeah. Five, the Montreal Canadiens, because they weren't a flash in the pan, and they'll be a, they'll be a playoff team. They'll find a way maybe to get in. Uh, six, Ottawa. Seven, Detroit. Eight, the Buffalo Sabres. The Owen Powerless Buffalo Sabres. And maybe the Jack Eichel-less. Can they be ninth or tenth in an eight-team division? That's how bad the Buffalo Sabres are going to be. One Boston, two Florida, three Tampa, four Toronto, five Montreal, six Ottawa, seven Detroit, eight the Buffalo Sabres. Put that on Twitter this morning around 8.30 Eastern. I've had like literally no blowback on any of that. Seems like everybody agrees. Yeah, not bad. Even the Leafs fans didn't disagree with that. It's a tough division. Might be the toughest. No, they're not the toughest. The the next toughest is the Metropolitan Division. I agree. There's no doubt about that. I agree. Um, oh, point four. I guess the Blue Jays are done. Marcus Semyon homered twice. Washington beat the Jays 8-5. That was, that was fun. We're going to start watching the Yankees now. They're fun. I know. It's over. I know. The pundits were right. Uh, point four. The CEBL handed out their awards last night in Edmonton. It's championship weekend, don't you know? You can watch on CBC, CBC Gem, Canadian Elite Basketball League. Xavier Moon has won the player of the year for the third consecutive season from the Edmonton Stingers. Get this guy into the NBA. And the Canadian Player of the Year, who was also named the Clutch Player of the Year, Lindell Wigginton of the Hamilton Honey Badgers. Remember that name. Oh, and point six, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders named their Plaza of Honor yesterday. I got thoughts that I'll get to on that later on their induction class. Chris Getzlaff, Andy Fantuz, Gabe Patterson, and Paul Hill. But that's, let's save that for another segment. This has been the warm-up for Ecole Electric. Stop by and visit our new data and lighting center, Ecole Electric. Let's get to work. We're going to the nation's capital next to chat with the great A.J. Jakubik, voice of the Red Blacks from TSN 1200 Radio. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely is. Welcome back, everybody. All of Canada and 31 states in uh, the U.S. Uh, I don't know why this is a big deal, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to allow it. For producer Clark and from the Puck and Pigskin podcast, they said, what do you guys think about Austin Matthews on the NHL 22 cover again? Um, I don't care. 
but that's fine. I mean, I used to be a big gamer. I'm not anymore. I guess Austin Matthews has been on the cover of uh, the NHL video game now two out of the last three years. There's a lot of reasons for that. The Leafs are like the number two marquee team, maybe number one in the National Hockey League for one. He's an American player. Maybe they want to sell more games in the United States. He's regarded as the best shooter on the planet. I'm not even a huge Austin Matthews fan per se. I'm a fan of him as a player, but he's on the cover of the video game. There's a lot of other guys, but why are we talking about this? What would it take to get you back into gaming? Would you do it? It's like I bought you an Xbox? I did it because I had a lot of time on my hands, and I don't really anymore. Okay. So Fair. Yeah, fair. I guess I try to be productive, not play video games. Sorry. Why it's monumental in news is that there are a lot of superstar athletes in the National Hockey League. Yeah. Ovechkin was on twice, but there was a gap in between. No one else has really been on this video game cover twice. Like Crosby hasn't even been on the cover. You know, where's McKinnon? Where's put Mark Andre Fleury back on it? Put him on the cover. Put. There's a lot of guys you could put on the cover. The general in Calgary's watching. He says Braden Point should be on the cover. There's 500 players that could be on the cover. I, is that people have their panties in a bunch because Austin Matthews has been twice in three years? You're asking me what it would take to get me back into gaming? Again, I don't like to waste my time playing video games, so it would take a lot. I'll broadcast video games. That's fine. We've done that. Right? Yeah. That's fun. That's fun. That's doing something. Yes. I don't know. Call me crazy. I like to be productive with my time. Okay. Let's go, AJ. <laughs> let's get AJ on my screen. Look at that smiling face. Dimples. How you doing, AJ? Good. I was playing video games last night, Roddy. Football manager. Yeah, I was hosting a TV show here uh, last night. So, hey, it is what it is. AJ, let's jump right into it. Well, for one, uh, the BC Lions in Edmonton tonight. What's your take on the game, and what do you think about this new owner that kind of came out of nowhere, Amar Doman? Yeah, I mean, I don't really know much about him other than just what I've read, but I think it's good news for the BC Lions, right? I, I think given the uncertainty of, of the last couple of years with COVID and then the XFL talks, uh, you kind of wondered. And, and just, you know, the rumors that, okay, is Toronto in? Is, is MLSE in? Is Montreal truly in? in terms of what they're doing with the Canadian Football League. So to see, you know, one of the three markets go out and get uh, what looks like quality ownership, that that can only be good uh, for the league. As for the game tonight, uh, boy, the Elks haven't looked very good so far. And I'm curious to see just how Trevor Harris is going to respond, given the the criticism. I mean, uh, we saw what uh, Almondo Sewell had to say uh, about him folding when he gets hit. Uh, And then Derek Dennis, I mean, I thought, what Derek Dennis had to say on Twitter was was scathing. And we just haven't seen anyone really step up for Trevor Harris, which is unfortunate. I, I like Trevor a lot from his time here at Ottawa. I thought he grew a lot uh, from 2016 to, to 2018. But uh, when, when guys are taking shots at you like that and you're not getting the, the necessary backup from teammates, that, that has to be a little bit concerning from an elk standpoint. So curious to see if they're going to bounce back because uh, – Right now, they're out of the gate at 0-2, and you know, with two home losses to Eastern teams, not a great start for Edmonton. BC picked by 9.5, Darren said, believe it or not. 
So speaking of point spreads, I was on your program yesterday, and I really appreciated that. TSN 1200 Ottawa. I didn't know the betting line, the spread for Saturday's Saskatchewan-Ottawa game was 10.5 for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Can I ask you where you get your lines, AJ? Because I always use the score app. Always. It's my go-to. And they don't have the betting line. So where are you You getting yours? Where are you getting yours? I just saw it come in. I I don't even know what site it was at i just saw an email that, that basically had the four lines of the games and the first one was 10 and a half so i don't know if it's the score or, or if that's still 10 and a half or if it's less or more but uh that, that's what i saw yesterday saskatchewan favored by 10 and a half over the ottawa red blacks i can't darren's yeah. nodding his head where'd you find it i've got that too i'm looking at odd shark now the opening line on odd shark for the game tonight was nine for bc it looks like Bulldogs got him at three and a half. That's a big discrepancy, right? Yeah. That's a man. Well, let's go there because AJ loves this talk. Hard to pick CFL games point spreads right now. Wouldn't you agree? Even into week three. Yeah, I think it's good. The unpredictability. You know, we'd like to see a little bit more offense, and you know, like I, I know you were talking about this yesterday with us, Roddy. Uh, like I love defensive football too. Like that. That's my my favorite kind of group from Ottawa Red Red Blacks history is from 2015. Uh, You know, that team won 12 games. They didn't end up winning the Grey Cup. They won the East Final in dramatic fashion when Henry Burris uh, threw that miracle pass to Greg Ellingson on second and 25 against Hamilton. But when I think of that team, I mean, yeah, I can think of all the great players on offense on that team, but I I love that defense. So I love defensive football, Um, but we could use a few more points. And, And I think... More than anything, we could use a few more sustained drives. I think that's what I've seen so far is just a, a dramatic amount of two-and-outs and teams just not moving the football. So the, the game seems to be lacking a little bit of flow early on. But I, I'm also with you, though, in terms of mistake football. Like, I, I don't think we've seen sloppy, full-of-mistake football. Like, I, I think, uh, you know, the tackling has been – I heard some people say, well, maybe the tackling's going to be off. I think it's been pretty good through eight games so far. And I, I don't think there's been as many penalties in most games, although Saskatchewan certainly uh, took quite a few last week in their win over Hamilton. But uh, all in all, you know, probably could use some preseason football, even though I don't love it for a week or two just to get everyone going. But, uh, you know, I think it's only going to get better as, as the weeks progress. Well, I got to ask you this. I mean, Paul Lapolis is family to me, and I would think that, A, they're, they're, they're underdogs 10.5 for this game. They're the ninth-ranked team in a nine-team league by the CFL's <laughs> own power rankings. Like, listen, I would love that. Please count me out every single day. I love that. And yeah. I think Lapo does too. I got to think this is playing right into their hands coming in here on Saturday. Uh, well, they're they're going to have to sustain some drives, though, right? I mean that that's the reality. Look, I they are kind of who I thought they were going to be at the start of the year. Like I, I thought they were going to be the best team in the league on special teams. Bob Dice is back. You've got uh, you know the trio of LP Barassa, Richie Leone, and Lewis Ward back, and they didn't skip a beat. You've got you know one of the best cover teams in the league, and I think you've got some real dangerous return guys in Devontae Dedman and Ryan Davis, and and we saw that with the play that was called back, that uh, Music City Miracle-type play that that almost worked uh, against Edmonton. So they're real good on special teams. I think they're going to be excellent on defense. Avery Williams is the best player that no one seems to know about in the Canadian Football League. He had 14 tackles 
in the first game of the year and, and paired with Micah Alway. I, I know Mike Benavides, like he's not going to compare them to say Solomon Alamimian and Adam Big Hill, but you know, maybe the best duo of linebackers he's had since then. Uh, it's just about offensive. Uh, what, what are they going to do on the offensive side of the ball? It, it's a work in progress right now. Matt Nichols arm has been sore and tired. And so he hasn't really been able to stretch the field. You've got new receivers, Brad Sinopoli and Alex Mateus are all-star Canadians that retired right before the season. Can't really replace them uh, with a snap of the fingers, uh, but we'll, we'll see if they can get better. I think the encouraging thing for me about this offense is like the offense was real bad in 2019, but I think this offense will be better just because that team didn't have an offensive coordinator. It was offensive coordinator by committee when Jamie Elizondo left the team late before training camp. This, this team has, one of the best in the business in Paul Lapolice. That team didn't have a quarterback coach. This team's got Steve Walsh. Uh, you know, the, the old line coach is Bob Wiley, who's uh, a veteran uh, on, on both sides of the border, and he'll be able to coach this group up, I think. So it didn't look pretty in game one on the offensive side of the ball, but I do think over time they should get better week over week just because of the coaching staff. Please say hey to Coach Walsh and Wiley for me. A couple of good guys right there. A uh, couple of comments from our viewers here from William and Lloyd Minster. If Saskatchewan's on their game, Ottawa will not have a chance. From Chris Bird in Southern Ontario. In my opinion, the biggest problem in Ottawa is the lack of offense. Defense looks great. From Jenna, watching in Southern California, says, yes, love defense. Jenna, Southern California's biggest Buffalo Sabres fan. And in the time we have left, uh, AJ, I've got the Ottawa Senators picked fifth in the Atlantic Division of the National Hockey League for this upcoming season. Toronto, sorry, I got them sixth. Got Toronto four, Montreal five, Ottawa six. What do you see happening with the Ottawa Senators in this upcoming NHL season? Yeah, I I feel like if they were in the West, they could push for a playoff spot. I, I think the East is way more difficult to make the playoffs than the West. I'm curious to see, like if Ottawa's gonna make it, they're gonna have to A, take a big step. Um, but but at the same time, I, I think one of those teams like a Pittsburgh, a Washington, a, a Boston that's been hanging around, right? Like typically, like we saw it with San Jose. San Jose went from being a perennial playoff team, conference finals, and the next year they're just terrible. Chicago, Detroit, it, it happens in a hurry when when you're one of those teams that's a contender. It's going to happen in a hurry with one of those three teams, but until it happens, who knows? I don't know if it's going to happen now or in five years. Look at Detroit. We kind of counted them out year after year after year, and they kept making the playoffs, and all of a sudden, finally, they went off the cliff. So um, when, when I look at the division and the conference, yeah, I mean, I think Tampa Bay, Florida, Toronto are playoff teams. I think Boston should be, but, you know, if, if all of a sudden you lose Marchand or, or, or Bergeron or they drop off, then, you know, I, I think it could be tough sledding for them. I think Montreal takes a, a real step back. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call Ottawa fifth in the division because I think Montreal kind of like Dallas last year when you go deep into the playoffs and, and you're a bit of an underdog I think it takes a lot out of you and we, we've already seen with Shea Weber and Carey Price health-wise uh, amongst others I, I'm not sure they're going to be at full capacity when the season starts so um, I do think they take a big step this year uh, they got a good young group and, and I think uh, you know I, I'm not really 100% sure they're done they might go after a center like a Thomas Hurdle or a Sean Monahan or Ryan Strom, someone like that to, to add to the group. But even still, I feel like 
it'll be a successful season if they play, you know, if they're in the 85 to 90 point range, and as long as they're playing meaningful games into the last month, to me, that'll be a good step for the team. Yeah, I think they exceeded some expectations last year, came on strong near the end. Uh, they're certainly going the right way. AJ, always love chatting with you. See you Saturday, my friend. You bet. Can't wait. Love coming to the big R. So excited for what should be a great game on Saturday. You bet, buddy. Thank you. Safe travels. The great A.J. Jakubik, voice of the Ottawa Red Blacks, Ottawa 67s, Ottawa Atletico. What else did I say? San- Everything. Yeah. Everything. He's Mr. Ottawa. More than Trudeau. Woo. When we come back, a sports update. We got viewer takeover coming up. Hang on. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network. YouTube and Facebook live streaming daily and 24-hour sports radio for Suds full-service car wash. Your car deserves it at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Welcome back, everybody. Glad to have you aboard today. It's the RP Show on a Thursday, episode number 553. I was just writing down tonight's National Football League preseason game. It's the New England Patriots at the Philadelphia Eagles. That'll be a doozy. 530 kickoff. Yeah. Where can I watch that one, Moose? You, uh, look, you look like TV Times to me. I know. Hey, read me. Um, <laughs> that's a. I kind of want to get into it. They were talking about it all morning, and now I just want to talk about the New England Patriots because Mac Jones and, and uh, Cam Newton are in this battle for the starting quarterback job, and all of a sudden this preseason game is really interesting to me. Who's yeah. going to play better? They're both going to apparently get some playing time, and we don't know who the starting quarterback is going to be. That's what the preseason's for. But for most other teams, you're just snooze because the quarterbacks are set, starting running backs are set, you know, for the most part. Yeah. This is a real battle on a team that we're interested in that matters. Well, the reason I started thinking about it is uh, one of our regular viewers down in uh, Green Bay by the name of Dean Ticks has written in. He says, outside Green Bay, where the Jets Packers have a joint practice, already had one bench clearing fight. Involving Randall Cobb. Eh. So that's not a game. It's a joint practice, which is kind of a game. That's what made me think of it. Because this on the schedule, this Packers-Jets practice, but it's not. No. It's one game tonight, Patriots-Eagles at 530. It's actually not a bad football doubleheader tonight. You get your NFL, that game, and then the Lions and the Elks later. It's awesome. Bob's your uncle. Well, in Tennessee and Tampa have had joint practices this week too, mm-hmm. which I've been paying attention to. And I just thought it was interesting. Um, Brady cleared, if you want to say, Ryan Tannehill is a suspect in his uh, quarterback that he went after. You know, when, when he was uh, going to Tampa, he's like, you're going to go with that guy, right? I'm going to come in. He said it wasn't Tannehill that he was talking about. So that makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah. I missed my mind's racing about uh, football tonight. And I got a military event, so I hope they have a TV on there. Back to normal in the military with mm-hmm. what we're doing here as far as that goes. That's good. Uh, let's do a sports update. A much-needed day off for the Toronto Blue Jays. The squad's heading back to Toronto after dropping back-to-back games to the Washington Nationals. 
Friday, the Jays will kick off a three-game home set against the Detroit Tigers. The Dodgers have inched closer to the NL West-leading San Francisco Giants with a massive win over the Pirates. Max Muncy slugged two homers and drove in five runs as L.A. pummeled Pittsburgh 9-0. It was the Dodgers' 16th straight win over the Pirates. When are the Pirates ever going to get it right? This, I loved that team as a kid. Yeah. They've been junk for 30 years. We'll just, they're, they're close, I think. Close only counts. Hand grenades, horseshoes. Which I never understood. I know. Jake Arrieta is nursing a sore hamstring after a lousy debut with the San Diego Padres. The 2015 NL Cy Young Award winner allowed five runs in three and third innings before departing with the injury last night. He said after the game that he hopes the injured hamstring won't keep him out for long. Baltimore Orioles have joined the 1911 and 1935 Boston Braves as the only teams to record a pair of 14-game losing streaks in one season. The O's lost again last night, dropping an 8-4 decision to the Rays. Club will look to rebound today with a matinee in Tampa. The sports update for the Tap Brew House and drive through Liquor Store. For Ballers, Rec Room, home of the four-hour Rough Rider tailgate party. It gets rolling at 1 o'clock this Saturday afternoon. Ballers Rec Room, located in the heart of the Dudney Strip. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. I think now would be the time, Moose to tell our viewers that it's the big invitational weekend at Kings Park Motor Speedway this weekend. Ooh. You going, Jordan? Think so, he says. I'll see you there. I talked. Oh, boy. You know this, but the viewers don't. Yeah. I took Big Bird out to Kings Park Speedway on Sunday night and did a couple rips around the track. And, uh, and then I got the guy that owns the track wrote me yesterday. I saw his name. I, I shuddered in sweat. Uh-oh. Well, the gates were open. You just thought I'd drive in. I thought I'd drive in with Big Bird and just, like I say, take a couple of rips. And, uh, and I did. How about and that? That <laughs> was awesome. Oh, spicy. And Jeff Fink is the guy's name that runs the thing. And he said, Rod, this weekend's the big invitational. And I said, I'll see you there. What do you need from me? And he said, well, if you can just mention that the races are Saturday night at 7 and Sunday at 2, these are drivers from all across Western Canada going to be at Kings Park Speedway. And I thought, well, he, he asked if I would come out and drop the flag. And I said, Saturday, I'll probably be tied up, probably a little lake time. I'm enjoying my lake time watching CFL football out there. Yeah. But I said, Sunday, I can come and drop the green flag. And he said, see you then. And I thought the last time I went was with J-Red and they were turning people away. So I was like, yeah, they were sold out. And I was like, uh, what do you need to advertise this for when you're turning people away? But I think he just wants them to know that it's on. Yeah. Right. But I will do you a favor if you're thinking of going out to the the races, uh, go early. Because there were people showing up right in front of me that got turned away and they had kids with them and I'm like well that sucks for them because mm-hmm. I went around the back door don't tell anybody <laughs> you know the secret in. entrance I know the in. secret entrance I'm, hey. the, I'm the flag dropper guy you're a vet I'm very important around there yeah <laughs> Chris Bird watching in um... <laughs> what the hell's the city you're in Chris Grand City Ontario or something King City Ontario King City King City Ontario he says, Big Bird to be the official pace car. I'd do it. Oh, yeah. Chris Jarl on Facebook says, you and Big Bird having a couple rips. <laughs> Good thing it's legal now. 
I'm such a prude now that to me a couple rips means taking your Jeep around a racetrack. Uh, yeah. Out for a quick rip. <laughs> Out for a quick rip. Uh, Ryan Gregory watching on YouTube says, what's up with the Stamps quarterback situation? Well, they're starting a guy by the name of Jake Mayer Friday night against the Montreal Alouettes. Not the guy that everybody thought was going to be the starting quarterback, Michael O'Connor. And I get it. Jeff, the Stamps fan's watching. He goes, well, who knew who Cody Fajardo was before he was Cody Fajardo? And he mentioned somebody else, Nick Arbuckle. All of them. But none of them were rookies. And I hope that for the sake of the Calgary Stampeders and Jake Mayer, that he comes out and he's the next Joe Montana. And guess what? We might never, we may never remember Bo Levi Mitchell again. But it's so incredibly rare. I'll never forget the Ricky Ray's first game as a rookie was in Saskatchewan, and I called it against Edmonton. He came in, and he was Ricky Ray right from the start. He was Ricky Ray right from the start. That is so incredibly rare. As a rookie, like Cody Fajardo took five years to be an overnight success, okay? He'd been with uh, Toronto for, what, three years, I think? B.C., one, and then Saskatchewan to learn the league, learn the game, learn, you know, an offense. Yeah. Jake Mayer is a flat-out Canadian Football League rookie and an American. And there's nothing wrong with that. But Michael O'Connor has been around for a while, primarily with the Toronto Argonauts, and knows the Canadian game. And Dave Dickinson still wanted to go with the other guy. What does I tell you? I know. I know he's been around, but and and Dave came out and said he doesn't want to have a quarterback carousel either. So mm-hmm. if Jake's going to be the starter, he's going to stick with him and let him ride this out. And will we see Michael O'Connor? I don't know, but based on what we've heard, it doesn't look like it. Ryan Gregory says. Uh, furthermore, he says, "Didn't Calvillo suck his first few years, and he turned out to be amazing." He sucked until he got to Montreal, which was like five years into his career. Are we saying Jake Mayer's the next Anthony Calvillo? Is that what we're saying here today? I guess it's giving us all a reason to uh, tune in. (laughs) That's what's great about this show from a CFL perspective. Uh, And by the way, William says it's called getting older, Rod, that my terms are different than the young people's terms. Well, I'm okay with that. But I was just realizing this. I went to look at the CFL game notes this morning on my iPhone, which I've been looking at for the last, since I've had an iPhone. Right. Here's me. Hey. They must be printing this smaller these days. <laughs> I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to open this up on my MacBook now. Any, Something changed. Any optometrists been, watching the show? Couldn't have been me. Yeah. Anyways, let's be back. Uh, come back with viewer takeover in a moment. Let's get the text line rolling. 306-840-8777. That's 840-8777. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook live streaming, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. 
Welcome back, everybody. It's Viewer Takeover. I'm going to read a couple messages, and then I got some interesting stuff to talk about with the Moose. I was talking about uh, the CEBL awards were handed out last night in Edmonton and ahead of this weekend's championship weekend. That's our pro basketball league in Canada. Xavier Moon won player of the year for a third straight year. Craig in Calgary is watching, says, uh, yes, Xavier Moon absolutely deserves to be in the NBA, but I also don't want the CEBL to lose him. Really hoping for more expansion and to see this league thrive. As a business guy told me, he was talking about our show. He said, if you were able to stay afloat in the pandemic, it's a win. The way that you guys have grown in the pandemic is a out of the stadium. CEBL's done exactly that. Oh, yeah. They've not only stayed afloat, but they've grown in the pandemic. The CEBL. So that was cool. Really cool. Don Mitchell, our Navy friend, writes in regarding the new owner of the BC Lions, Amar Doman. He says, a 180 from Braley. I remember going to the 07 Western Final when BC Place was packed. I hope he can regenerate that excitement. It's a mighty job. It's a mighty job, but it sounds like he's up for it. From anonymous texter, the 815, regarding the Calgary Stampeders starting, what's the guy's name? Isn't it Jake Mayer? Yeah. Jake Mayer? That's not right. Couldn't though. remember his name. That's not right. Clark? Yeah, it's Jake Mayer. We don't know his name. So the gentleman says ratio may be the reason that Calgary's starting an American. Starting a Canadian quarterback doesn't count as a Canadian. Stupid rule. Uh, but the quarterbacks are exempt from the ratio, correct, in the CFL? Yeah. So I don't think it has anything to do with his nationality. I think it has everything to do with Dave Dickinson picking this guy, thinks he's giving him a better chance to win. Uh, And from Brady in Saskatoon, he says, Hey, Rod, the NHL sure does love the Maple Leafs, even though they've had 57 straight years of mediocrity. An Amazon Prime special that should have been called All for Nothing. (laughs) Now Matthews on the... (laughs) That's good. Brady, yeah. That's not bad. That's amazing. He says now Matthews is on the front cover of NHL 22 the second time in the past three years. I got the BC Lions tonight. Here's the thing of why the NHL loves the Leafs. They move the needle. They sell tickets. They get ratings. Listen, I don't get it either. I don't get it either. But whatever. There's certain things in life you just don't understand, and that's one of them. Um, Pittsburgh Pirates. What are you laughing at? You're- Brady. You, he nothing. got you. It's all or nothing, but he's like, it should be called all for nothing. So, that's amazing. Here's the thing. I was saying, the uh, 30 seconds, that's it? Yeah, we don't got time for this. We're going to continue this <laughs> next hour, okay? About the Pittsburgh Pirates and all of this. Stick with us. We're coming up uh, with hour two for Core Grain here on Game Plus TV Network. For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.